Radio Primavera Sound, powered by SEAT. Hello and welcome once more to the weekly review, the show where two grown men and a young fountain of digital knowledge try to make sense of a modern world in which summer is already here and it is hot, hot, hot girl. Uh, Johan is still holed up in his paternity love shack, but Marvi is here and she is reinventing Paul McCartney as we speak. Hello, Mar. Hello. I didn't know I was doing that, but I'm so glad I am. I'm reinventing Paul McCartney. You're reinterpreting his work for a younger audience. You're bringing that, that youthful... Uh, yeah. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and behind the boards, we have our own big audio dynamite, David Camilleri. This is Megan Thee Stallion with Hot Girl Summer. Okay, today on the weekly review, we will be inserting our critical scalpel into Paul McCartney's new remix album. We'll be comparing him to the most hated band on TikTok, Tramp Stamps. Don't worry, Mark, I've got it all worked out. I can see how this all connected. It's like the Matrix. Perfect. Um, and we will talk briefly about the song of the summer. Uh, but first, Mark, I mean, it, the weather was quite good. It's not today, but no. let's not let anyone into the, the um, behind the boards. <laughs> let's see what's happening. But it's is it hot girl summer? It is. It is. And it's not as much about the weather as you might think it is, because okay. it's about preparing for hot girl summer. So obviously summer's not here. It's basically raining today. <laughs> But we have to prepare for it. It's coming near uh, sooner or later, so we have to be ready. And this summer, just like 2019 summer, it's gonna be hot girl summer. We have all decided, like the whole community of the internet, it's gonna be hot girl summer again. And I wanted to make an announcement that it is for people who still didn't know. And, and that's what I'm coming to do today, to tell people to prepare for hot girl summer because it's officially happening um, this summer, basically. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I, I use the internet and yet no one <laughs> asked me if hot girl summer was here. Is that, am I banned? <laughs> maybe maybe you're not on the correct side of the internet, okay. so that might be a, a reason. But also, some stuff can slide off your timeline and you might get lost. So that's why it's important that I come here today to tell the people who got lost on their timelines <laughs> and not realized it's hot girl summer or at least it's coming and we have to be prepared um, to, to listen to this episode of the Weekly Review because... Then you'll be on on board with everyone else. Okay, so what what is Hot Girl Summer other than this very uh, excellent song which we're currently listening to? Exactly, Hot Girl Summer was created by Miss Megan Thee Stallion in 2019, which is crazy to think that up until two years ago, summer did not exist as a season because Megan herself invented it. It feels like it's been around forever, but not. Summer did not exist until Megan decided it was a thing. That's official. Uh, that's official. And, and when you think you had a summer before then, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. You did not up until 2019. And according to her own words, because she's put it up on herself to make a, a correct definition of what she means when she says hot girl summer, um, it's I'm quoting her. It's just uh, basically about women and men just being unapologetically them. Just having a good time, hyping your friends up, doing you, not giving a damn about what nobody got to say about it. You definitely have to be a person that can be the life of the party. And, you know, be a bad... Uh, all right. Are you, are you, did you get it? 
I love it. I love it. But my God, am I not the life of the party? Yes, that's uh, what well, we need to prepare for. Well, this, no, but the, right, okay. I, I've I've seen a small flaw in this okay. already. Maybe you've got it covered. Maybe you've Careful. got it covered. <laughs> okay, okay. How can I be both myself? And the life of the party, when being myself, I might be more inclined to go into the kitchen and have a quick drink at a party. No, because it's always inside of you being the life of the party. Maybe you haven't allowed yourself to be the life of the party uh, up until now because you didn't know you had a hot girl summer inside of you <laughs> that was trying to get out. And you have to let it go. Let it. Let the hot girl summer in you be the life of the party that you know you can be, but maybe you're too shy about it or maybe... Uh, and that's what, what Megan wants you to do. Like This is obviously a movement. It's a movement with all the letters. It's not just a, oh, this funny attitude. No, it's it's a movement that is happening. And it's based on inclusivity. Just like she said, it's not only about women, it's also about men. You can be uh, have a hot girl summer and be a, a man. And you don't even have to listen to Megan Thee Stallion's um, music to, to be on it. So it's for everyone. Everyone that wants to have fun and, and that wants to be unapologetically themselves and doesn't have any shame. Like, we have to channel this energy. Maybe now you think, oh, but mm, that's embarrassing or that uh, it's so awkward, I don't know, dancing with your friends and everyone staring at you. No, it's not. You Only you decide if it's awkward or embarrassing. You are the life of the party. Go have fun. Go with your friends and dance in the middle of the beach or I don't know, whatever you want. And just have fun. It doesn't matter what anyone's going to say. And that's what Megan wants you to do. You see, I think this is very timely because like last summer almost didn't exist, right? It's kind of hard to remember what, what happened last summer. Exactly. And that's why it's so important important that we bring back hot girl summer this summer because we have been depressed for so long we didn't have did we have a summer i barely have any memory of last year what, yeah kind of happened? but like there was no big parties or anything like that exactly you know, it was like, we deserve to have fun like hot girls ha- like we had we can be hot girls and still um, be respectful of the measurement because the, the pandemic it's not going to be completely over by summer but we can still have fun and be hotties and I don't know, be the life of the party and still um, be careful with the, the, the COVID and measure, how would you call it? The, the COVID and... The, the preventive measures, things you have exactly. to do, yes, yeah, yeah So I'm not saying go out um, maskless, I don't know and and be reckless, like Hot girls have everything noted down. Like we are respectful and we are also fun. Hot girls take COVID tests, right? Exactly, exactly, exactly. and wear masks and I don't know, take the vaccine if they uh, apply for. I love Megan these times. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> and so with summer is coming up, and um, believe it or not, because it's raining today, and people know it because it happens every year so well we no it didn't, didn't happen for, for many years <laughs> but we have been two years on on the summer trend so we know it's coming we are we have all of our best hot girl summer behaviors on we are focusing quickly on on catching up with the attitude with the correct attitude before the, the season is actually here because you cannot just start becoming a hot girl when summer starts, you know, because you have to be prepared 
the first day summer's here, you will be the hot girl that you are, you know? So that's why we have to start. All right. So what do I have to do? So, uh, they just let let go of the band that says that you're not the life of the party. <laughs> okay. And and I think you're on the right track. And well, just like I said, everyone's into it. Some people even said that the Queen of England is into it as well now. <laughs> you can kind of get the idea why. Um, but but maybe maybe there's something to worry about that we didn't think up until now and it's not a pandemic like i said we have that covered we respect the covid rules but something happened what? that put a, a an abrupt stop to the mission of becoming hotties this summer and that was that our leader miss megan de stallion got a boyfriend she doesn't she does she does who um, he's a rapper. He's uh, I don't remember his name. That that's why beca- I because he doesn't count. Exactly. Well, he does, but like I, I didn't bother to even learn his name because I was mad. I was like, Megan, you're our leader. You have to make us be. I don't know. I'm I'm on here because of you. You cannot leave us standing like this. I I felt confused. I was disoriented. Uh, despair took place on the internet. Megan had a boyfriend. What were we gonna do? Is Hot Girl Summer still? on is it not what and 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 that's that was a, a rough time for the hotties that were trying to be on hot girl summer but there's no need to panic anymore because after much research done and against all popular belief it turns out you can be taken single married or divorced and still be part of hot girl oh. summer 2021 Excellent. which is Actually, super good news for you, Ben, because you're married. <laughs> yes. So you can yeah. be on the Hot Girl Summer trend too. And Megan can be on it too. Of course, she's not, our leader is not down. She's all here and ready for it too. So I can be on Hot Girl Summer and it won't be creepy. No. I mean, I'm not going to act creepy, but just the actor. <laughs> exactly. I promise you. It's, it's I promise you. about so, yeah, the attitude. Okay, okay, if you okay. have a correct attitude, it's not going to be creepy. If you, if you come in all creepy, it's not, you're not even yeah, on the yeah. trend. But uh, I, can, I can safely say, look, I'm in hot girl summer yeah. and people won't be like, will you just go away? They'll be like, okay, yeah. No, if you, like, you're talking with a friend and he's all sad, you can be like, no, but don't worry. Summer's coming and it's hot girl summer. So it's going to be super fun. We're going to be all happy and, and there's nothing to worry about. And, and you and your wife can both have a hot girl summer. Can my children have a hot girl summer? Um, Maybe that is crazy. <laughs> okay. Is it, maybe right. there's an age maximum. <laughs> like, but yeah, maybe we can find a, an alternative that doesn't sound as creepy. But so, so we have hot girl summer. We're... Onto it, um, our leader has took it upon herself to go on Twitter and and clear the rumors that Hot Girl Summer is cancelled because she has a, a boyfriend now. And she said, "Hot Girl Summer, but my man coming to pick me up after." So you kind, she kind of gave out the idea that um, it's about having fun, being your authentic self. Um, which is something that apparently, and according to her, is not defined by their relationship status, which is crazy. Who would have thought that you can have fun to have, um, be married or have a, a boyfriend? Can I just say her boyfriend uh, is called Pardison Fontaine, and he's a rapper. I've I I got loads of details. He's six foot six inches, and his net worth is estimated at around uh, half a million dollars. I'm not sure why the, the piece mm, gave me that. Okay, but. Megan is going to be like... The, she's clearly better than him but we 
Partisan. We, we support um, this. The she seems happy, and she deserves to be happy because her ex-boyfriend shot her on the foot. We oh, have God. to remember that it, it was crazy. allegedly or, or no. He's. Uh, I think he's charged for it already. Finally, okay, which was very traumatic for her. I guess. Well, not. I guess. I know. She deserves to be happy. She will have a hot girl summer. We will have a hot girl summer. We're all here for it. And we will do our homework, which is to prepare. Can I just say, what, how would the Queen have a hot girl summer? How would that manifest, the Queen of, of England? Because she's single now. No, but what would she do? Uh, just be her true self? Yeah, she Does finally Does she know her true self? It's such a long... Uh, she finally is single. She finally can do whatever she wants. She can party with her girlfriend. She can do whatever she wants, have tea parties every day, and, and have the best summer ever. Can I just say, you said that you wrote in the script, uh, can I make this joke while I go to British Royalty Jail? You're fine to make this joke. Because, uh, I was so scared because it is maybe too soon to joke about someone's passing. No, but we're not joking about that, are we? I don't, I don't, I don't think so. A lot of, lot of, lots of love and respect to all of them. Have a, yeah. have a good hot girl summer. Yeah, there you go. to all the royal family. Because exactly. Because they're married and they can still have a hot girl summer, not only the single grandma. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so we said you're ready to do your homework. I'm ready to do my homework. We understood the assignment, but I have to I have to point out someone that is doing very poorly at this assignment and it's someone on the royal not royal, but kind of royal, yeah. And the celebrity stars start of the of Hollywood and and I have to, to call her out because she's not understanding what Hot Girl Summer is. Do you want to know who is? Absolutely, yeah. Um, Khloe Kardashian. What would she done? I And I really, I'm sad that I have to call her out like this because I actually um, like her. She's one of my favorite Kardashians. Well, they all are. But <laughs> <laughs> are they all joint? Do, do you have a favorite or are they all just, you know? Um, yeah, I think Khloe... She she has my respect and I really love her. She is really funny, even though now she she's kind of not as funny as she was because she's been traumatized by media. But but uh, I I really like her and I can feel bad because I would I don't want to be doing this, but she's not understanding what we're gonna do this summer and 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 I want her to listen to me and change this be- behavior that she's having. So we have to go back to a couple of weeks ago or last week, maybe. Um, apparently, her grandma, MJ, um, posted a picture of her in a bikini during their family vacation. They were on in Palm Springs or something like that. And she looked really cute. You know, she was wearing a bikini next to the pool. Um, nothing particular about this picture, except, except it was an edited and unfiltered and without all the facetune and everything. But it looked it, good. She, Yeah, she completely looked normal, like a normal person. Like, if I took a picture of you now, like... <laughs> <laughs> she didn't, she, no, that would be, that would be quite, she, quite different. <laughs> I, I've got a, so, I hope mean, <laughs> the summer might be for everyone, but no, this would look very, very different. But anyway, yes. But I mean, when you go to Chloe's Instagram or any of the Kardashians, you you don't think they look human most of the time. They look um, like I don't know something not human because 
how they their bodies and an image are portrayed on their their Instagram is kind of unrealistic, completely un unrealistic. And and in this picture, you could see Chloe a, as a human being, and she looked cute. Like it's not like it was from a bad angle or something that she looked horrible or maybe had a double chin because she was talking or something. No, she it was co perfectly fine, but. Her PR team, because obviously each of the Kardashians has a whole team for of their course, own yeah. stuff. Um, they work their asses off like day and night to get this picture off the internet, which is basically impossible to get a picture out of the internet once it's on it. But they they did all this work, like they sent season disease letters to people reposting the picture. They um, suspended Twitter accounts that re um, Whoa. that Hang on, how can the they, how 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 can they re like how can the, they uh, suspend a Twitter account? Uh, that's how much power it proves to you that the, the Kardashians have because they somehow have this power because a lot of people came came out and proved their... For retweeting something? For retweeting or reposting their pictures you got um, and suspended on, on each platform like Instagram, Twitter. Hang on, hang on, hang on. So is it gone? Can I find this picture? Yeah, you can still find it because um, it's basically like you can suspend yeah, yeah. a thousand accounts, but there will still be another one posting it. And I think by now they kind of stopped suspending people because it became like a whole other thing. People talking about it, like they got even more people to talk about this, and and well, it it was crazy, and <laughs> which is normal because how it someone said this proves like. Um, if you wanted to, you could really take the bad stuff out of social media. Like she said, I'm a journalist and I get death threats and I get all this bad stuff and Twitter does nothing about it. But when Khloe Kardashian decides she doesn't want a picture of her on the internet, she can get um, all this work done very fast and very kind of easily because it has been done. I, I I think that's a very, very good point, isn't mm -hmm. it? Because, like, Twitter and... One thing that really annoys me is, like, basically... Um, sorry to take things to football, but I will I will <laughs> ju ju just for a second. It's like, you know, football has a massive problem at the moment with people making horrendously racist comments yeah, on true. social media. And, like, the social media are like, can't do anything about it. Sorry, but, like, if you post a goal or something like that, mm -hmm. you know, like, on social media, it's off straight away, you know, because it's like someone's copyright. You're just like... Really? You yeah, couldn't, you exactly. Couldn't do it proves that they could do something if if they really wanted to or they bothered to do it. But I don't know. If, I guess other powers come into play here, which basically is money. So, well, if Chloe Kardashian doesn't want this picture in the internet, she can do that, which she has proof to do. So, so the whole thing went viral. Obviously, like. If you don't want people to see something and you go this desperate to take it out, people are gonna gonna wanna see it even more. So, and the this just put into surface a very bad, like problematic issue that this picture, just like I said, was not even unflattering. She looked good. She look she works out like crazy. This woman has been traumatized by media um, call, being called the fat sister for years. And she works out every day. She is super fit, obviously, after all this crazy amount of workout she does. Um, and she, she looks happy in the sun next to a pool in a bikini. It's, it's a good picture. And that's where the problem is, that even her, like uh, the, one of the 
richest person that can work on her image as much as she does, is so horrified by her own body, her natural body, to have her team go to the length they had to go to take this picture down. It just proves that something is very, very deeply wrong. Yeah, because like I, I think we like we can certainly, certainly, certainly feel. Um, uh, how bad we certainly feel sympathy for because she must she has got so much kind of utter nonsense from the press and we're not saying yeah. that and like I was just seeing her kind of explanation for why she took it down she was like you know if somebody takes an unflattering picture of you you should have the right to take it down. and he's mm. like yeah I, I, I can't you know I, I know what you what you mean certainly yeah, that, and that's what I, I was gonna go for because of course I feel horribly sad for her to see how deeply insecure about her appearances and, and that everything in her life like her family her job her relationships is designed to keep her feeling this way and of course um even if you're a celebrity you you should have boundaries you should be able to say i don't want this picture taken or i don't want this picture to be public and and you should be able to have this option like if you don't want one picture to be public it, it shouldn't be but there's a problem there's a bigger issue here and it's in in this like if that was the whole thing i would be so, super pro chloe like if you don't want this picture take it down mm, i'm i am all for it I, I you look good but it, it's your choice yeah, 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 to not yeah. be on the internet but the problem was in the statement she put out um that you were talking about, in which she said, it's almost unbearable trying to live up to the impossible standards that the, pu the public has have, set, have all set for me, which I completely agree with. But who has set these standards? It's not the public. It's her family. It's herself. And um, they, they live off this, like they're living... Um, situation is based on perpetuating these beauty standards. They they sell flat tummy teas, which is teas that are laxatives. Um, they sell waist trainers. They sell makeup. They say all these endless products to make you feel like you can ever achieve the images that they portray, like these crazy bodies, these impossible beauty standards they continuously perpetuate. So Here's where I have an issue with her because she's trying to play this game in both sides. She's trying to have our, our pity for her and feel bad for her, but at the same time not acknowledging her own role in, in perpetuating this um, image-obsessed culture there is now because she plays a huge role as she and her, all her sisters. So it's like you cannot play on both ends. You have, like, if you acknowledge that you also play a huge role on 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 this Sikh culture, I, I would feel sad because at least you know that you're part of this cycle, of this chain, but only saying uh, like this, like the public have said all for me, it's like, it's not the public, it's it's not, and not only you and your family, lots of other stuff, lots of um, companies and industries and stuff, but you play a big role and that's something you have to acknowledge if, if you if you put out in a statement like this. And the worst part, because it's not even this only, the worst part is that before you could even read read this, at least on her Instagram, before you could even read the statement, you had to go past two videos of her trying to prove that she was... Um, she looked better than and more snatched and more fit than the, the infamous photo in, in which she looked normal, which is like, how on earth and the audacity to to say that um 
you don't want mm, people to put you on this um, pressure of these unrealistic beauty standards but in the same time in the same post you ask people to to and and you call out these unrealistic beauty standards you are perpetuating them like is this is this not logic enough for you that you shouldn't it that it contradicts itself like you sh you post a video of you trying to prove that you are mm, hotter than the picture in which you looked perfectly fine like even too good not too good but she looked very fit if that if that is like looking bad for her like it 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 just blows my mind and that's very not hot girl summer right that is not the attitude we're going for this hot girl summer season chloe you have to get it together because that is not the attitude we're we're very disappointed we were counting on you um for this season and you're clearly very behind by now she's still invited she's still she invited is. She, she is. she's totally invited she but you know just 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 think about like if you know if if a pic if someone takes a picture you know just say no can you, can you not post that or mm -hmm. maybe just stop posting stuff yourself you know for yeah. a little bit and and at least um, if you are this insecure and it's very difficult to get rid of body dysmorphia, just like this, oh, I'm, I don't have body dysmorphia anymore. But at least acknowledge um, the, the, what you play into all, all this time because you, she has all this pressure, which is undeniable, but she's putting it onto lots and millions of people on Instagram that maybe don't have the privileges she has. She has all this money to kind of achieve this image and, and stuff and it won't make her feel better, but she has the the sources to do so and other people are just left with the body dysmorphia they receive from this family, which uh, who I kind of love, but I also have to be... I acknowledge that they bring lots of issues. Right, I want to. All this talk of summer has made me think about the the the, the song of the summer, and I absolutely love the idea of the song of the summer. And okay, right, it's only it's only April, but uh, I was looking through um, an early uh, article on Billboard, which is talking about what is going to be the song, what is going to be the song of the summer, and I'm going to present you right okay. now with my candidate for, for, for song of the summer. Right, okay, it's warm. Okay, I you're going like, out. Okay, you're Maybe you're sitting on the right. You're, I'm feeling you're kind of, my inner hot girl coming. Yeah. Game. Okay. 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 Uh, it's Friday. That's very important. Yeah. It's Friday. It is. I okay. can feel it. And this song appears. Mufasa, hmm? you know we finally here, right? Well, we. It's Friday then. It's Saturday, Sunday. There we go. Look, we've got David really Dutch along with Rob Dutch going. Tell me that is not the sound of the summer. That's I really want to go out and have fun now. Uh, only on a Friday, you're not allowed to go out any any other time. <laughs> yeah, only on a Friday on this specific scenario you put out. That absolutely nailed it. I'm sorry, but I, I'm very pleased to have found the sound of the summer already. Yeah, it's, it's done. It's this. The summer. It's got it all. I mean, it mentions Friday. It's about going out. It sounds like summer. It, it's absolutely it's perfect. It's a super feel-good song. You don't have any problems. All, all you need to care about is, is dancing. Exactly. And I often, like... Summer 2020 wasn't wasn't great, was it? Um, and I was just trying to think, actually, what my song of Summer 2020 was. Mm -hmm. So I think we talked about it here, and it was um, You're Gonna Lose Your Job. Do you remember that? <laughs> no, <laughs> I thought you were telling me that. <laughs> and I was like, what did I do wrong now? <laughs> <laughs> do you remember You Were Gonna Lose Your Job? <laughs> um, no, I, what, the, what song is that? 
Um, it was all right. Okay, this is going to take quite a long, a long time to explain. So basically, um, there, uh, at some point last year, a, a video emerged um, of a woman being uh, arrested or being moved on by um, a security guard, um, and uh, basically, it's uh, she was called uh, Jonica Charles. And in February, she was temporarily detained in Dillon, South Carolina, by a security guard patrolling a strip club. Um, and while she was being arrested, basically, she's sort of dancing and she goes like, you're about to lose your job. Does that not ring a bell? It doesn't, but it's an amazing story. How, the, how do, did I forget or how did I not know that? And anyway, so DJ Swade, the remix god, made a song out of it. Amazing. And it was amazing. And it was kind of it, uh, during uh, some of the protests mm-hmm. last summer, it was often sung at policemen. Amazing. And that made it, for me, like the song of the summer. The song of the, it totally makes sense. It, yes, I agree. I, I don't recall now, but I agree. It's the song of last summer. Which is a beautiful thing. I mean, it, it's kind yeah. of like a, a beautiful, <laughs> it's a beautiful mm-hmm. song. And it just really, really, really stuck in my head. But, I mean, in a way, it was perfect um, for... 2020 and uh, I'm certainly not saying that the problems of 2020 have, have been solved because they certainly haven't but like um, that right on versus night crawl up Friday is kind of a song for maybe a slightly more more carefree summer which would be nice yes I hope so I really have all my hopes in this summer being fun somehow just listen to that song. How can yeah. it be fun? You'll be sad <laughs> <my room>, <laughs> Crying alone, but maybe having It's fun. raining outside, and then it comes right in Time's Nightcrawler, Friday featuring Mufasa and Hype Man, Dopamine Re-Edit, which is what that was. Someone else who's been re-editing, nice, nice link there, nice. is uh, Paul McCartney with uh, McCartney 3 Imagined. Now, I am going to... Uh, bring this into Hot Girl Summer. You'll see later. But for the, for the moment, so this is basically um, an album of reinterpretations, remixes and covers of songs from McCartney 3, uh, which is an album of his that came about uh, in December 2020. So really not all that long ago. It's got people like Beck, uh, Phoebe Bridges, Ed O'Brien, Dominic Fike, um, and many more. Um, now, I... I I'm a fan of Paul McCartney. At at some point uh, two years ago, I I bought tickets to go and see him at a cost that makes me absolutely wonder what on earth I was doing, only for the concert to be to be cancelled. So I really like Paul McCartney, but I was dubious as hell. You, you want to ask something? You... No, I was like, I, I wish I could go to a Paul McCartney concert. It sounds super fun. I bought tickets for me and my parents, and it was going to be up at. That uh, sounds like the best plan. You would have had so much fun. And then. It, Something happened. God <laughs> damn it! He didn't even he didn't even like reschedule. Yeah, but lots of artists are doing this now. I mean, do you know? Do you know what? Do you know what? I'm not saying I don't like money because, like, you know, it's but like <laughs> when it's when that money statement. from the tickets arrived back in my account, oh. I was just looking at it like, oh my. I just want Paul McCartney. Exactly. It was like, and, and it was like, well, how you know, how else am I going to have that amount of fun with my parents? You know, mm. and I was like, oh God, so haven't done anything. So it shows what good, what good son I am. Um, okay, but I thought this was going to be, I thought this was going to be pretty terrible, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of remix albums, and this seemed like a sort of like blatant sort of grab for like attention mm-hmm. and to get the young people's, the young people's audience. And I thought, oh God, this is going to say it's going to be, be absolutely terrible. 
But I rather liked it in the end. I mean, it was like very, very, very varied. Um, but I think it very much did its job on some tracks. And um, some of them were a lot better than the originals. And some of them just maybe want to go back to the originals. But what did you think? I didn't think about how it could possibly be like a cash grab from from for young people and well, attention for for younger audience to him but, and it makes sense but i actually didn't feel that because i like the idea of him being like hey i like these new artists that are coming up um let's put them on on uh, a record that i'm making and it's like a triple win situation because he gets to play with artists he actually enjoys the art then younger artists get the validation from a former Beatle member which is like the biggest fan ever and and for us we got the this weird collapse that i really enjoyed like i would have never thought of seeing dominic fi what fike Fike, I think yeah, it's pronounced. It sounds wrong. Um, Dominic Fike and Paul McCartney on on a same record, and and here they are. And I love the idea, and I love how Paul McCartney has decided to turn his career into this kind of, I don't know what would be the English word like mecenas del arte, um, like a sponsor for other artists, like he, a showcase. Would that work? Yeah, sort like of. a showcase for other artists, like his kind of this godfather that says like come here um i'm gonna give you my stamp of approval and and show you that you're doing great because i really enjoy your music and that's how we get this weird collapse that i really enjoyed like the years ago he got one with rihanna and kanye and it was so weird and i loved it he only played the guitar but in this album a lot of the songs he's not even singing so yeah, well, I mean, this is sort of, if you want to take the cynical view on it, the Dominic mm-hmm. Fike one is quite interesting because, like, he is sort of a SoundCloud rapper. Yeah, R&B. I like him. I didn't know him before. Yeah, uh, no, I was confusing him with Slow Tie, but we have talked about him, I think, maybe. So do you reckon, okay, here's the thing, do you reckon Paul McCartney was genuinely a fan of Dominic Fike, or do you reckon someone in Team Paul McCartney went, look, Paul, if you want to reach mm-hmm. the young people, this is this is who you gotta you got to... Get on board. I hope, I hope I, in my head, it, it I, maybe I'm naive, but I imagine Paul being like, "Oh, I like this dude. Let's get him on." Like just like maybe maybe they did because I can't imagine Paul McCartney listening to Phoebe Bridgers' music or even Sam yeah. Bison's music. Is it called like Sam Bison? San Saint Vincent, Vincent, yeah. And and and. But Dominic Fike is the one that stood out the most to me, and and that's why I was so. Oh my God, I didn't expect that, and I'm happy it happened. But maybe it was all planned, and I didn't even know. But uh, either way, it works, and I feel like Paul can like Dominic Fike, and and even if some it was someone on his team this that discovered him for Paul, or he discovered it organically. Either way, it works. So I'm happy it happened. So do you, as as our representation of young people, do you feel like a newfound respect for Paul McCartney? Or did you always yes. like him? Yes, right. Because at first I was like, 
I don't kind of, I don't fully understand why he's coming up with um new music. Um like he must be like a trillionaire. He has I think the, not, not quite a trillion, but like yeah, But he, he he gets the royalties for Beatles music and and that's everywhere forever and and the most streamed music like I don't know. He doesn't need the money. I feel like no. <laughs> I'm sure he absolutely doesn't need the money. So it's weird to me in a sense because it, like I kind of get the idea of I'm really passionate about music and I want to do music forever. But at the same time, I I can imagine being his age and being like I will continue to make music, but maybe I'm not putting it out because I I don't want to go through all the stuff that involves putting out music. I'm just gonna do it for myself and my enjoyment. But he's still doing it. But the thing I like about it is he's not doing it just to do it. He's doing it because he likes discovering new artists, because he likes, um, I don't know, I haven't heard um, Paul McCartney 3, um, the one that was not on Remix Edition. <laughs> so maybe I wouldn't have liked that, but I like the idea of having an album and then having the same one or or remixing it with the people you enjoy listening to imagine having that power you can reach to your favorite artist and be like hey want to join me in my own music and you do whatever you want with it it sounds like an, an amazing plan so you would say it's authentic it sounds very authentic so it's very hot girl summer right <laughs> it is yeah, Paul McCartney is on 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 it I was going to say, like, some of these, um, I went through in a very sort of boring way, like, comparing if I prefer the McCartney 3 ones or the the McCartney Imagine Mm -hmm. ones. And I think generally, generally I preferred the originals, probably scored a little bit more, but some of them are so much better here. Like, um, the remix uh, of When Winter Comes um, by uh, Anderson Pack. Which mm-hmm. is such a great song. That is like real kind of sound of the sound of the summer stuff. And there's um, a deep, deep feeling rinks by 3D from Massive Attack, which goes a weird and acid house and brilliant. Yes, I, I was not expecting that sound in the album. I was like, oh, okay, yes, let's go for it. So what what do you think? I wanted to. I thought about this in terms of Taylor Swift, right? Mm-hmm. Because. I, as I think I explained last week, I generally don't like people going back to old albums. Mm-hmm. It's generally like, just it's done. Just, yeah. just kind of leave it. But Taylor Swift has gone back to her, her old album and has re-recorded it brilliantly. Paul McCartney's gone back to um, his album. I mean, it's like only a few months ago. It was released in December and he's put out this, this sure. new version. What do you reckon to this idea of like going back and, and doing things again? If it has kind of a, a story that I feel compelled by, like the Taylor Swift case, obviously, or or this case that I didn't know about and and I read about it and I and I saw that he decided just to have fun and with his favorite artist or some of the people he likes on the music industry today, and it, I thought it was a genius idea that if you have the power to do so, you should just take advantage of it, and 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 I really liked the concept like maybe i would have never um listened to paul mccartney 3 because i genuinely didn't know he was still putting out music um and now i know and now i i have this rediscovered love for paul mccartney because i as many people first got into music because of the like I had a Beatles face and, and I only listened to the Beatles. So now knowing that he's still doing his thing and, and he's doing it in in a way which I like, I, I respect him for doing this. And and I don't know, it feels beautiful that he he has this, I don't know, amazing reputation and, and 
allows other artists to go under his wing. So Paul McCartney earns, uh, in the scale of one to ten, he earns uh, hot summer. <laughs> yeah, hot girl summer. Hot girl hot, summer. Hot girl um, godfather. Hot girl godfather. All right, let's have a, a very quick listen. This is Paul McCartney with When Winter Comes, the Anderson Pack remix. I just realised it, it feels like a summer banger, but he's talking about winter. Meta. <laughs> yeah, everything's possible. Okay, so, right. I wanted to talk about this as relates to tramp stamps. You introduced me to tramp stamps yesterday. Um, and I have seen a connection both to Paul McCartney and to Hot Girl Summer, okay? Firstly, do you know what a tramp stamp is? Yes, I did. I don't know. Well, maybe because I spent too much time on the internet consuming English-speaking stuff. But I know it's the, the tattoo everyone had in the 2000s era here on the lower back of, of, of your body. Yeah, it's a derogatory term. It's, it, it's not, it, yeah. It, it's I, not, yeah. But, but I, I, I wish they were back on, on trend. <laughs> they, they were amazing. Well, given that you can never get rid of it, I mean, they, <laughs> uh, you know, they, they uh, still there. I mean, yeah, they're still no, there. If you have it, not rock going. it. Um, so, um, but tram stamps are a band that you've introduced me. Do you want? Do you want to tell the story of tram stamps very briefly? Okay. So. And very briefly, I would say tramp stamps are the most hated band on the internet, at least for right now. And there are these three women, um, they're in their late 20s, and they portray themselves as this new punk girl group, and they all have these different colored hairstyles, and, and they became really popular on TikTok, or they got this in fame, not like the bad fame. Infamy, yeah. Infamy. Um, because they would pop out on everyone's For You page, which is the main page on TikTok, and trying to promote their new single and basically their career as a punk um, group um, called, um, what's it called? I'd, I'd Rather Die. I'd Rather Die, yes. Yeah. And nobody liked that song because well, it's horrendous. Okay, right. Now, there's a, there's a few things here, okay? It's not a great song. I think we can, we can safely it's agree. It's not a great song f- on many levels. Okay, like what? Go on. Like, first of all, the way they sing, it's kind of... Uh, it's so cringy. It's like... They're, it, I know they're trying to mimic like the emo punk thing... Mm, that was happening on on the 2000s era, like Avril Lavigne and and Green Day and Blink um, 182. So, but the way they sing it seems like a parody to that era. It doesn't seem like like they're doing like a good portrayal of <laughs> that. They think they seem like they're laughing at it, and and it doesn't sound good. And the lyrics. Okay, no, right. No, the, the, the lyrics, <laughs> I've written down a few of them. The lyrics are, are not... I mean, right. There, I, For me, I've heard a lot worse songs. But, like, there's a... No. I, I feel... The this collective, is, like, top, rock bottom. No. No, 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 no. no. The entire collective works of Blink-182 are... I cannot stand Blink-182. I'm sorry. Don't look at me like that. I can't stand them. But... Smashing Pumpkins. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but it... 
No, man. How can you say this is that is worse than this? This is horrible. Blink like a, it can it can Red maybe not peppers. be your own taste, but you can be like maybe for other people. This is I don't understand the target of well, um, Trump stamps. Well, okay, right. I think I think this is where they've gone wrong. We can we can we can argue <laughs> a long time whether the music's good. Well, we're not. I'm not saying it's good, but I'm saying I've heard worse. But like I think what they've gone this really like pop punk sound sounds a bit like Avril Lavigne for me but the lyrics are like really like a bit too strong like uh oh god I can't remember the last time I slept with someone I actually liked and he went down on me I can't recall a memory of someone driving me home and not asking for a blowjob I'd rather die than hook up with another straight white guy I I gotta say as as the representative straight white guys here they're probably right on that (laughs) but you know horrible and that's that's the part that got trending on on TikTok on TikTok because it's like the the chorus thing but the first um part of of this song it's kind of um rapey in a way because um they say oh i i can stand when someone i am hooking up with drinks too much alcohol and and cannot have sex with me because they're too wasted and i cannot stand that they leave me hanging and it's like oh oh my god consent there's something called consent that we were super on board with what mm, this person is not able to consent sex why are you trying to put this this i don't know no 100% agree with 100% agree with that but that isn't really what people are complaining about not mainly is it no, what people are mainly something uh, else that it's on pile of everything that Trump stamps is doing wrong um obviously there's the involvement uh, apparently they're somewhat connected to Dr. Luke, who... But two of them, actually. Who I really don't think we want to say anything uh, mm-hmm. more about. Um, but, okay, the thing is, the, the, these, these are both very good points, but what people are complaining about mm-hmm. is they are... Uh, an industry plant, and that's the weirdest complaint like I've I've ever heard. It's like who cares? No, but, and here's the issue. I'm I'm gonna because we don't care like really um, at all. BTS is an industry plant. Like we've seen them being born, like them being recruited, and then then having the first concert live. And we don't care. We know it's an industry plant. We've seen. Lots of other industry plants. It's that it's done wrong. It's very bad industry planting. No, but that's not what people are saying. That's what you're saying, and I kind of agree mm. that it is done badly. But what people are saying is that I cannot believe that somebody has come up with this with this band. They're inauthentic, and that doesn't yeah. mean anything. Right. In fact, I'm going to ask you, what is more authentic, <laughs> Tramp Stamps or Paul McCartney doing a remix album? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your point. Uh, to me, it's still tram stamps. It's good. <laughs> still, it's too borderline horrendous what they're doing. Like, if you go back to their ins- like, I do agree in a part. Like, that I don't like being told as much in my face that this is an industry plan. Or if it is, maybe make a show about it, like Nasty Cherries. Nasty Cherry, we are all on board. <laughs> but it is like they're trying to hide it, but at the same time, it's it kind of makes the consumer that, in this case I am, feel like they're th- they think I'm stupid. Like, do you really think I'm 
I'm this level of, I don't know, because they try to hide it. They're like, oh, we're not a, an industry plan. We have our own label and it's called free tampons for every woman <laughs> and stuff like that. It's like you're taking all the slogans of things, you know, you that work with um, teens on TikTok because there's all this political side of TikTok of all, a lot of teens being um, radical feminist or radical leftist or radical whatever. And they have very strong political views. And you think, oh, these children are stupid and they only know slogans. So if I take all these slogans they're, they're talking about and make a ban out of them, I'm going to be rich. I'm going to have all these kids um, being crazy over them. And it's not because you can be a teenager and be intelligent. And, and obviously, um, it doesn't mean you're like f five, year, uh, five years old mentally. And it is so clear that these women don't un don't follow or are not behind the messages they're trying to put out. I don't know. It feels so marketable and it's uh, it feels bad. But, all right, okay. Are they less authentic than Lana Del Rey? Um, you, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I know what you're trying to say. Yeah. I see, I just don't get... I, like, I think there's something people like get obsessed with the idea of punk as if punk was like this sort of like well-defined, hugely authentic thing. But like Blink One Eight Two, like in what, like in what possible conceivable way a Blink One Eight Two authentic yeah, anyway? And like, true. who cares? I mean, I don't like Blink One Eight Two, but like, I'm not, you know, I don't not like. They're them. not like this underground scene because it feels like punk can only be super underground and you blah blah blah. I agree, punk can be kind of popish and and be mainstream and stuff and and be different from other kind of punk. Um, but Lana, for example, yes, may, she can totally be unauthentic, but she did a great job. She didn't yeah, think her yeah. audience were stupid and she could profit. Well, maybe she thought she could profit out, out of an audience, but she did. I don't know. She had a, a, a good team behind. But the Trump stamps have the worst marketing team I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. They they I saw someone saying um it was millennial marketing and, and it really feels <laughs> like it is some some millennial, some thirty, forty, fifty year old so um trying to you know that meme that you you see Mr. Burns from the Simpsons <laughs> yes, dressing yeah. up like a youngster? That is how I imagine like uh, the person behind their PR stuff because it's it's so obvious they're trying to appeal to an audience that it's that can very easily spot their weak stuff and it's their weak points are everywhere so it's so easy to point out there like maybe if they were trying to appeal to millennials it would be much easier but i don't know they got in a bad um I don't know, area trying to appeal to this kind of teens that know everything. These are the kids that I got uh, a Trump administration place, um, I don't know, a Trump rally um, to have zero participants and Trump got really mad at them. Like it's people that have brains and, and can see that it's you cannot treat them like stupid people because then you won't feel appealed to the demand like it's i'm not saying because i read someone say this it's not i'm not saying the girls are the problem i'm saying it's the company they're with yeah i think i think that that that's fair enough and um they should just be themselves because being authentic is very <laughs> hot girl summer absolutely yeah they, they should really feel channel their hot girl summer energy it feels so forced and they have to let go 
And shall we have a little listen to, with uh, our apologies, there's like, I don't know, um, 80 million songs on Spotify, but we're playing out with Tramp Stamps, <laughs> I'd Rather Die. So bad, it's good. <laughs> Time I slept with someone I actually liked and he went down on me.